This is Monstras. Welcome to another episode of Monstras. Uh, this episode, we have a special surprise. Um, and as usual, I should probably introduce myself before I get into it. I was going to say today. something, but you, you you sounded like you were on a roll. So I was like, look. I know. Yeah, you didn't want to interrupt me. Yeah. So, But but yes, uh, I am Brenda Salguerro. And uh, I didn't come up with anything today to do my name, but... I know. I forgot. I was like, damn it. I had, I have a few in the queue, yeah. but I just, I didn't pull it out enough in time. So, yeah. but who's the other voice? I don't know. Some crazy lady that you found on the street that's named Orquilla Morales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just found her in a trash can, you know, like she was just there. She was hanging out and I was like, you know what? I like you. Yeah. You saw the crazy in my eyes and went, we should work together. I know. I was in the trash can next to you, so we were like... (laughs) What's his name? I was like... Um, Oscar the Grouch. We were... (laughs) Brenda and Olivia the Grouches. That sounds about right, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So anyways, as I said before, we have a special surprise this episode. We will be doing a quick review of the film Escape Room, Tournament of Champions, and we will share an interview with the amazing Javi Kalbach, an escape room creator. So this is going to be a very exciting episode. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So we got an early screener of the movie, which makes me feel really special. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. We're so important. Uh, so we're going to do a review and then we'll share the interview. Uh, but first, I guess we should talk about what escape rooms are for people that don't know. So, escape rooms are a game in which a team of players discover clues, solve puzzles, uh, and accomplish tasks in one or more rooms, depending on the setup. Uh, And the idea is to get out of the room or escape a room uh, by working together and solving clues. Uh, According to Wikipedia, the first escape room that's like the escape rooms we know now was made in 2003 in Indiana, which makes sense, because what the hell else are you going to do in Indiana? (laughs) Except except escaping. Yeah. yeah. It's practice for when you want to get out of Indiana. <laughs> exactly. So that escape room was called True Dungeon, um, which sounds terrifying. And again, I, I don't know if I could do that in Indiana. I'd be like, I'm going to go to a dungeon in Indiana and try to get out. That's how serial killers get started. <laughs> They're like, sure, it's an escape room. Give me $20. <laughs> Honestly... Yeah, isn't Indiana have a lot of zero killers? I don't know. I mean, I don't feel like we should be talking because you're in L.A. or you're in California. I'm in New York, which, you know. That's true. I'm a lifelong Californian, so I, I yeah. yeah. I mean, but we always talk crap about other states. It's true. fine. Except it's Texas, fine. obviously. Except Texas, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Around 2007, uh, Takao Kato created the real escape game in Japan, which is really huge, I've heard of. 
Um, there's also a, web, a website called The Logic Escapes Me, um, and they estimated that, that in 2019 there were about 50,000 escape rooms around the world. Isn't that crazy? Like, I... There's that many, and I've never been to one. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm the opposite, as usual. Um, (laughs) You know, because, you know, you believe in ghosts. I don't. You don't believe in escape rooms. I do. I mean, I I, I believe in in that I know they exist. (laughs) I am just terrified of getting stuck in there. I I don't do well in emergencies. Don't call me. If you have an emergency... Do not contact me, ever. <laughs> so basically, in an emergency situation, you're not the person to be relied upon. No, I'll freeze. Like, I'll just stand there and look terrified. Okay, ex- perfect. Because I definitely know what to do. Well, not know what to do in a situation, but I'm definitely the one who's like, oh, shit. Okay, we got to do something. <laughs> Good to know. Right so don't now. worry, Orkidia. I-, I got it. I got it. Good. So I'll... I'll take your frozen butt and I'll I'll lead you out, okay? No worries. <laughs> but either way, if we do go, I absolutely love escape rooms. I've been to a few um, with friends, including one that was so cool that had like lasers, like um, a laser maze where you had to get through it. And I was trying to get through it. I didn't make it. And then we had another friend actually do it. And we were just sitting there watching her and being like, Oh my God, is she going to do it? And she made it. It was really, really exciting. So she made it through without setting off the alarm. And it was true. Yeah, it was a memorable experience. Um, I love the teamwork involved, um, coupled with like unraveling a good story, love a good story. Uh, And also, as all of you know, how much I love history and story and how I get, you know, I get really invested in, in the escape room and like, who is this, you know, who created this or whose story is this, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I also love the feeling of, <laughs> of being smart <laughs> and solving stuff. You feel so smart and accomplished, uh, especially if everyone else is stuck on something. And you're the one who solves it. But see, I think that that's where I would get, like, I would get so competitive. I would both freeze and then be extra annoyed that I could, I would feel hella dumb. (laughs) And I'm not ready for that. Like, I already went to grad school. I don't need to feel that way again. Exactly, right? We we already went to school, so we don't want to do that again. Um, But, I mean, it's, I have a, a really good time doing it. I... I definitely will drag you to one at some point when we're on the same coast. Good. We're going to have to go. There's one in Mexico that I saw that is uh, a zombie police station. Oh, shut up. I want to go. Yeah, I know, right? There's some really good ones in Mexico that I looked at uh, when I was looking at international ones. But before we get into that, I did want to go into like a little bit of the history of escape rooms um, because I literally remember when... F- the first type of escape rooms were virtual. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up with Newgrounds and I repl- and I remember playing these escape rooms on Newgrounds. They were like click and play. Like you would just click around the room and try to figure out like the clues and try to figure out how to get out of the room, right? So that was super fun. And that was in around the early 2000s. But I learned recently that the grandfather of the virtual escape room was actually released back in 1983. Oh, damn. So, 
Yeah, so it's a long time ago, right? Um, it's my age. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, wait a minute. I mean, it's not that long ago, obviously, because <laughs> it's it around back, our age. It <laughs> <laughs> it's It's about three years before I was born, but still... It's a, it's a while ago, so a while ago to a lot of people. So anyways, Planet Mephius uh, is the earliest example of a virtual point-and-click escape room game created by uh, Eji Yokoyama and published by T&E Soft. The point-and-click format is important as it paved the way for escape rooms. So, for instance, in 1988, John Wilson created the game Behind Closed Doors, which was the first instance of a game where the player is trapped in a room. But his game was actually text-based. What does that mean? So, so it means that you would enter your commands in instead uh, of clicking and pointing. That sounds annoying as hell. Yeah, no, it was. <laughs> um, and so <laughs> that's why it evolved. Uh-huh. And so finally you have the genre exploding with the popularity of a game called Crimson Room in 2004, which was created by Toshi Mitsu Takagi. And it's totally a game you can still play today, and I played it. Was it good? It was really short and sweet and very, very simple. Um, But I still had trouble. So this is the thing that I used to do when I was younger is I would totally look up walkthroughs of the escape rooms. Yeah. Otherwise, how are you going to solve it? Like using your brain? No. No, I can't. I can't think like that. Um, so, and I also, I'm an, now I'm an adult, like as a child, I would have probably spent more time trying to figure it out. I'm an adult who has a busy life. And so I just needed to, I just needed to get out. (laughs) I need to figure it out. So, I did use a quick walkthrough for this one, just really quickly, um, for like a couple of the steps. But other than that, it was actually pretty fun, so I highly recommend it. We'll link it in the comments uh, if you want to play it. Um, And it wasn't until the 2010s that we actually saw a worldwide explosion of escape rooms. And to me, it's really indicative of how millennials really love experiences as opposed to uh, just being kind of talked to or being kind of, they want to be immersed, or we as millennials, I'm, I'm speaking as a millennial, that we want to be immersed, we don't want to be a passive audience, and that's actually kind of why I like this movie. It was pretty immersive, even as an audience member, you know? I absolutely hate the click and point escape room games. I love them. I love, no, oh wait, okay, I love them, and I like the idea of them, and I, I start playing, and I'm like, hells yeah, open all the drawers, open all the doors, click, click, but then I get stuck, and I get so frustrated, so frustrated, because then I have to look at cheats, and then I feel guilty about cheating, and so there, I can't enjoy it after I cheat. You don't feel bad oh about God. cheating? <laughs> Everyone cheats. That's the thing. Everyone cheats. Like, they might tell you they don't, but we totally do. We all do. Like, I I have definitely cheated, so all the time. I, I think, yeah, no. I'll, I'll give them a try. I'll give the Crimson one, Crimson Room a try, because you said it's a little, like, simpler. 
it's pretty simple, but you're still you you might get a, a frustrated at some point and get stuck. So just just look at the walkthrough. It's totally fine. Think about it. But I guess that, <laughs> I guess that takes us to the movie, right? And I guess yeah. we should talk about the movie. So uh, this is a sequel to the 2019 huge hit Escape Room. Um, have you watched that one? No, I haven't actually. It's not bad. I liked it. Um, so the sequel has a similar setup. Uh, you have a group of six people stuck in an escape room. Um, the twist for the sequel is that all six are survivors from previous puzzles, and we find out that not all puzzles are the same, so not all groups were chosen for the same reasons. Um, for example, the, the, the first escape room, everyone was chosen because they survived like tragic accidents, so they were like the only survivors. Um, but there's other people that were chosen for different reason. One of them was like they were chosen to be with priests, so it's just a group of priests. Um, oh yeah. Um, so the sequel brings back the remaining survivors from the first one, Zoe and Ben, and they decide to go back to New York City to find out who is behind Minos or Migos. I kept hearing Migos, so I kept thinking of the band. Migos, yeah. and I know that's not what they were saying, but Migos is behind thought, it. Let's just say that. I kept thinking Migos also. I was like, Migos? Yeah. <laughs> they make awesome music and also do escape rooms. Good job, Migos. I know. They're very busy people. They are. They are. Um, so anyway, they, they try, they're trying to take down Minos or Migos um, and, and stop them from, you know, killing more people. So uh, we loved the twists and turns of the movies, of the movie. I mean, movies generally, but of this one specifically. Uh, so we yes. don't want to spoil it. And since the movie comes out Friday the 16th and we're releasing the episode before the movie comes out, this episode will not have any spoilers. It's a spoiler-free review of the movie, which is hard to do. I guess after the movie comes out, we can tweet our real, like, you know, more spoilerly, spoilery reactions to the movie yeah or like a a, a bit of a deeper critique because it was it was difficult to actually do a review without spoiling anything yeah. but we don't want to ruin the movie for anyone because there is a, a you know a few twists and turns in the movie that I want people to kind of be surprised when it happens so so let's get into our review so you know, first, I did want to say that we're not actually sponsored. <laughs> we got an early release of the movie, which was super, super cool. But just so folks know that, like, where this review is coming from. So it's definitely, like, our 100% honest opinion. Uh, second, I did want to say that overall, I liked the movie. I enjoyed it. Like, I had a good time. Um, I'm not going to say that it's perfect or that it's, like, my top five favorite movie, but... For what it was, it was super entertaining to watch. I was pretty invested. And also, it wasn't like five hours MCU, you know, Marvel Universe yeah. long. It had a really good runtime. And I think most horror movies have a pretty... Sh they have shorter runtimes usually, right? They should, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they really should. Uh, but this one had a very perfect runtime. Uh, and it felt like well-paced. And it felt like the twists, when they were twists, I didn't really see some of them coming. I saw one of them maybe coming, but not all of them. So it was, it, it's an interesting movie and I liked it. And I really liked 
the character of Zoe, you know, she's the main character. I think she was one of the main characters in the in the first movie, correct? So she's a really smart woman of color, which again is really kind of rare in the horror movie genre, just having smart women in general, <laughs> let alone a woman of color. And she wasn't, you know, completely helpless. She wasn't falling over every six seconds like most horror movie female uh, protagonists. She really, like, held her own. Uh, And I also liked a lot of the supporting characters. There's a lot of, like, the majority of the cast is female, actually. So, I believe, right? Or is it even? I think it starts off even. I shouldn't say that. Yeah, it starts. The heart it of starts the movie off a little. Seems to be mostly women. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Yes, the majority of the movie focuses on the women of color. Um. So. And the sh- as I was watching the movie, not only that, I mean, as you're watching the movie, you're trying to solve the puzzles along with them, which is what I meant by it feels immersive. It feels kind of you're not as a as much of a passive audience, and that same tension that you feel like when you're in an escape room, you feel it in the movie, except the stakes are much higher, obviously, because this isn't a spoiler. Yeah, if you don't solve the puzzle, you die. Like, that's the whole point, right? The other thing, too, is that it reminded me of the show Taskmaster, which it's a British, If for those of you who don't know, go watch it. It's, like, all on YouTube, but it's a British game show. They have dumb tasks that won't kill the contestants. Hopefully. And they have a bunch of... I know, right? Too bad. Um, Maybe they should up the stakes next season. (laughs) I'd watch it if people were blowing up for real. (laughs) So, um, and they also have a season of Champions of Champions. So they have a season where all the previous winners of previous seasons come in and compete against one another. So it's really interesting. And finally, the last thing I wanted to say is also, um, I, the whole escape room murder genre reminds me of actually a X-Men villain. (laughs) There's an X-Men villain who literally has a world called Murder World Uh where he traps heroes in and again they're all like puzzle not necessarily puzzle e i think they have some puzzles involved but essentially it's like an immersive environment where you have to escape and it's his playground it's just wild so that's what that's everything that came up with in my brain as i watched this movie (laughs) i'm just trying to imagine like superheroes going through the like an escape room being like, no, not that lock. Use the other lock and fall. Like being really dumb. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I, and it'd be, it be. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I totally agree. It was it was a really entertaining movie. Yes, I liked it a lot. I I did enjoy it. I think I think I'd watch it again actually, which is kind of interesting for me because I don't usually like rewatching movies especially horror movies i'm like ah eh, i know what's happening I, whatever but okay 
I'm not gonna say nothing because I love rewatching horror movies if they have cool death scenes because then I can rewatch it and go, did you see that? Like the brain exploding or whatever the case might be. But I I love I love the gore, so I rewatch it to enjoy the bloodbath. Yes, and this had pretty interesting death scenes for sure. Um, but the only thing is. The nice thing, I think, was it wasn't as gory. To me, I was happy that it wasn't as gory or as horrific as, like, the Saw movies. It it wasn't torture porn. Yeah, it didn't feel like torture porn. I mean, they were being tortured for sure. And I I think that's one of the the things I I see a lot of these, like, horror movies moving towards. Like, the ones that want to be franchises. They're moving more towards, like, a mix of horror and action because it's it's horrifying like it's a horror movie but it's also more like action based which takes away some of the gore um so definitely when you go see it expect that expect more action um more of an action horror mix i think yeah and suspense obviously because you know so but there isn't that much um blood I would say not like not to the saw level which I actually appreciated I don't like saw level gore so I don't actually enjoy that um so I like I like let's say entertaining death scenes for sure yeah and it had good twists it didn't have like crazy ass twists like M. Night Shyamalan movies but it had some (laughs) good twists and surprises and um M. Night Shyamalan I'll say his name Right. I just love saying I'm not Shyamalan because it's funny. But that's it's strange. fun. <laughs> but, you know, like his twist, twists are usually hella crazy and out there. And this movie, like like you said, some you saw coming, some were surprising, but it wasn't like, really, that's where you're going to go. Sort of surprising. One of my favorite scenes um, was the, the taxi and the phone scene. And I won't, won't say too much about it, but I thought it was like... And you see it in the trailer. Like, once you watch the trailer, you know what I'm talking about. But I I really, I just really liked the way it was, it was, like, so, and suspenseful. Like, you didn't know who was going to die, how they were going to die. And then it, like, slowly unfolded. But at the same time, it moved really fast um, as they were solving the puzzle. So I I really liked that. Um, Yeah, and I liked, I liked that you got to see the characters and their knowledge because mm-hmm. everyone has to come in with some sort of like special skill or special like ability you know what I mean like yeah. that helps them solve the puzzle quickly when they work as a team and you kind of saw that in this in this uh, uh, section of the movie mm-hmm. what did you think of Zoe though the main character I liked her I thought she was really cool and I think sometimes it's hard it's hard because when, like, those, usually, like, those, like, moral characters or, like, the main characters are really whiny. Like, you know, let's do this, let's do that. And I think she was a little bit of that, but at the same time, you kind of understood her motivation. Like, in the first movie, she was also, like, you know, let's not play their game. Let's, you know, if they're recording us, we if we destroy the cameras, maybe they'll stop, right? So she was trying to think beyond the puzzle to save as many lives as possible, so I, I really appreciate that, and we saw that in the second movie as well. So we can't, we've seen her character develop and grow. Um, so 
And, and yeah, like you said, it was really smart to see each person kind of have their own reason to be chosen and also like their own um, special skills. So I'm really excited. Like once this turns into a straight out franchise, I want to see a movie where all the priests are in the escape room. I want to see that. Like how many of them are like, you know what? I'm going to pray to Satan now to get me out of here. Like, can you imagine? Like oh, they do like demonic possession escape rooms or something. The the backstory of that got one guy, right? Yeah. Oh, that poor that poor priest man. I wanna know. I wanna know like how yeah, how did he yeah, it just it's just nuts. I would love to see that. Yeah. And how do you pick people? Because we, we talked about it and both of us were like, you know, we wouldn't survive. How do you pick people that are gonna wanna survive? I guess the assumption is most people would wanna survive, right? Yeah, I mean you would wanna survive, but some people aren't good at puzzles or of thinking like that. And, you know, I'm not perfect either. So, and you might get stuck with people who are like too demanding or too, it's almost like a D and D party. Like you have to kind of find a really good balance between people. And that takes time and effort that you don't have because you're trapped in a room. Exactly. <laughs> And in this case, you might die. <laughs> and in this case, it it truly might kill you. Yeah. So, yes. Um, I like the casting of India more, too. Um, I've seen them in Pose. Um, I think they're gender non-conforming, so they, um, they're, like, super mm. compelling and powerful in their performance. So it's it's really easy to be empathetic with them and their situation. I just, I wish we, we knew more about their character. So, again... Like, I wish we could, like, do an individual movie for each of the characters that was in this sequel. Yeah, or, like, a short or something. That would be interesting to see, like, what that character went through and what the other character... Like, it just... It it, it makes it really compelling uh, because I want to know more. Yeah. And, and again, as you watch the, the movie, like, you can kind of tell they're turning this into a franchise like I... I know there's probably going to be an escape room three movie in like the next two years. So keep that in mind as you watch it. And I I saw a review that someone said it was kind of like the next saw. Uh, But like you said, it's not that level of gore at all. Um, But maybe it'll get there eventually. Maybe. I mean, I prefer it not to. I would rather just have it be what it is now, which is not very gory at all, because I just prefer horror movies that have more story than gore. Yeah. Why not both, though? Why not both? <laughs> ¿Por qué no los dos? Exactly. Yeah, th- <laughs> the best Mexican girl with tacos impression. <laughs> that very important meme in our life. <laughs> Soft shell and hard shell. Come on now. <laughs> So one last question, Brenda, and we kind of talked about this already a little bit. Do you think you would survive this movie without spoilers? Do you think you would survive? (sighs) You know, I thought about it. As they were doing like the puzzles, I kind of had like the wrong instinct sometimes. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, damn. I'd probably be dead. Yeah. 100% would not survive. Especially, I think, the third, maybe the third puzzle. Well, 
No, the third one might be okay. It's it's I think the Art Deco, the vault one. Okay. Which is I think the first puzzle. I think it's the second. I was oh yeah, that's right. It's the second one. That I think I would have just been like, ah fuck it. <laughs> Too many numbers. I don't care. Just leave me I'm here. tired. I'm taking a nap on one of the couches. <laughs> that's insane. Right? Yeah. What about you? Would you die? Live? I would die in a second. I would die before I started. Like, I would trip walking into the escape room, honestly, <laughs> like, and die. <laughs> I wouldn't even make it in. They'd be like, why did you pick her? Of all oh, the no, people. okay, yeah. <laughs> like, we haven't even gotten into the room. <laughs> See, but that's why this evil secret organization would not want you. Because yeah. they'd be like, oh, well, she would just die immediately like she's not that entertaining yeah no one's gonna bet on her look at that face (laughs) (laughs) pretty hilarious so finally well that's basically it for this month's episode you know we will now uh go ahead and share uh with everyone our interview with hobby so Javi Kalbach is a Latinx escape room enthusiast who has been designing and developing real-life thrilling experiences. So if you are in New- the New Hampshire area, you can actually go visit her at the Portsmouth uh, escape room and tell her that Monstras sent you. You don't get a dis- discount. Just tell her you- that we sent you. Yeah. Just say hi for us. That's all. That's yeah, all we're asking. <laughs> We don't have that kind of pull. No, no, no. We're not that that important. Um, But just say hi. She was really cool. And you'll hear her in the interview. She's really amazing. So be nice to her. (laughs) Exactly. She's really, really great. So without further ado, here's the interview. Thanks, everybody. So uh, as Ruth said, we're Monstras. We have a podcast um, that looks at Latinx, Latin American horror, folklore, monsters, all that sort of stuff. Um, I'm Orquivia. Um, my colleague is Brenda. And we've been doing it for about three years now. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're really excited to meet you and, and talk to you about uh, escape rooms and the movie. I've never been to an escape room because uh, I'm a scaredy cat. But Brenda has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. I actually really, really love escape rooms um, a lot. I actually played the OG escape rooms, like the click and, um, mm-hmm. yeah, click. those, yeah. yeah, on Newgrounds and stuff in the early, like, 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been to several ones, including, like, a Pacific Rim one with my D&D group. Like, it's it's crazy, so... But I'm so, so, so excited to, you know, meet you and talk to you today because, yeah, we have a lot of questions to get through. So <laughs> so I wanted to get started with, like, the first one. Let's just get into it. So one of the questions we had is, like, how do you come up with, like, the, the themes for the escape rooms, you know? Uh, what is your, like, thought process there? Um, yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having me. Um uh, so, yeah, first, I normally start with, like, a general theme, like, what are we doing? Like, is this a serial killer or a bank high? And with that, you kind of, like, start to figure out some different situations or difficulties you might have that are related to, like, that specific theme in context. Um, and eventually, you start u- using that information to kind of develop the, the puzzles and the 
riddles that are going to turn eventually into the escape room. Awesome. So one of the questions that we also had was like, how do you think, um, like, how do you think the maybe location might change the themes of the room? Do you ever think about like what the specific audience from for that region would be interested in? Or do you take that into consideration as well? Um, yeah, actually, in, in my escape room, I don't have uh, specific, uh, like, regional scenes, but I travel a lot and I play a lot of escape rooms in other, like, states, countries, and, um, like, sometimes you will see that uh, if you go to an area that is known for, let's say, pirates, then they will have a pirate room. If you go to a city that is known for their breweries, maybe they'll have weird theme rooms. So I think it really depends on kind of like your actual region. Uh, some of them have a specific like folklore or urban myth that they want to use for their design. Uh, so definitely that's something that you can take into consideration. Awesome. Yeah, because I know you, uh, in New Hampshire there's not, it's, it's a strange place. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, but um, definitely, oh, or it seems like we are in a small city, it's a little touristy, but uh, we definitely have kind of like bro scenes that would appeal uh, a larger audience. That makes sense. <laughs> um, so we let's talk about escape rooms and movies. So we did a quick search, and I found that there were like seven escape room movies in the last five years, just about. Um, these two being the best, uh, I've seen like a few other escape room mm -hmm. movies and uh, they're not that good. But what, like even in my, like Bob's Burgers, I don't know if you watch it, they have like an escape room episode that's really good. Uh, why do you think pop culture is picking up on escape rooms or why do you think they end up in horror movies? Yeah, so um, I mean, they have definitely become a lot more popular these five, past five years or so. So I think it makes sense that you know it's something that a lot of people are doing and talking about just because they're so interesting and fun uh so i think it kind of makes sense that uh, you know movies and shows have picked up on that and kind of like incorporate them into something that the characters do uh just because there's just so many situations uh that you can go through when in an escape room like either good or bad um, I think it could uh, really uh, create like either funny situations or scary situations. Uh, so you can definitely use the different themes to come up with pretty much any storyline that you like because it's just so similar to like movies in the sense that you have, you know, a theme and a storyline and then you have to you have your set design. So basically they can just do anything they, they, they can take it any, anywhere they like. Uh, so I can see that I'm making sense for movies and shows. And I like that because it sounds like then when you're mm -hmm. thinking about putting uh, escape rooms together, you kind of think about the narrative, like how they're, it's going to build and then how they're going to walk out and feel afterwards. Do you think of that during the process? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I think some of the best escape rooms are the ones that have, you know, plot twists, like you think you're in for something and then wants to be in something different. Uh, or that you don't know the whole story, like you kind of know the mission, but you don't know what's going to happen. Just like a movie, right? Like that you, it's the best movies are the ones that you don't know what's happening next and you don't see it coming. Uh, I, I think it's the same with escape rooms. Yeah, you don't want something predictable. Cause yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> then it's boring. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want those twists and turns. So no, that's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. So what's 
So in, in the movie Escape from the Terminal of Champions, we see kind of different personalities that come up when they're in that stressful situation. Like people freak out, mm-hmm. people like actually look at the clues. Does that happen in real escape room? Do you have like people knocking things down? <laughs> going rogue uh yeah i mean yeah uh we we have we originally started with like a set of rules and then we kind of like over time we have added more and more (laughs) um because like when people are against time they really get like what to stay safe well when they're playing that's why we have rules and whatnot um but you definitely see a lot of different personalities uh some people are just into searching for things and they're like scared to try stuff some other people are just like just do whatever and like trying to like break all the boxes to or just guess the puzzles um to try to break into the next door um you know sometimes you have people that take a, a more of a role of a leader they're trying to you know keep people calm making sure everyone is doing what they're supposed to do uh, so it's very interesting from a psychological perspective to see how people react and, and how you know the different personalities in the room and stuff like that yeah yeah and how different people do under pressure right because the time really makes you that's that's the pressure <laughs> <laughs> yeah so. absolutely and it's funny because like you think that you are really being chased by a serial killer and I'm like sometimes like like calm down, like no one is actually gonna kill you, you don't get out of the escape room. <laughs> but um but yeah, I think you know, a lot of people uh, get like really, really into it. <laughs> which I think is good. <laughs> you see like a certain a good escape room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh sometimes a little too much. <laughs> do you see certain age groups that get really into it or is it just um like is it younger people or is it just every like different just different people all walks of life we we get all ages um from little kids to grandparents um and it's really an activity that you know it can be for everyone um you know some students may design with certain demographic in mind our age group um we go more for like you know a family type of activity that anyone can enjoy so if you have teenagers or smaller kids they can do something in the escape room if you have you know your great-grandparents with you they can also find something to do um i think most of the people that at least we get in my escape rooms would be probably like between 35 uh, 25 35 like or younger families with their kids uh, we also do a lot of like corporate team building. Uh, it's also a very popular activity for like larger companies. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I can only imagine what yeah the large companies look like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So, in the movie, also um, the participants are kind of like in this case super unwilling. They're not there for their own. <laughs> it's not a corporate team building thing. Um, they yeah. have to do kind of like physical and mental tasks. Which do you work more with uh, the most? So obviously you don't make people try to survive fires or anything like that. But what, what <laughs> or, la- or actual, yeah, or actual lasers. <laughs> um, but like what, you know, what kind of puzzles do you usually kind of work with more like physical or mental? Like, what do you prefer? 
Yeah, uh, I would I would think that um, generally escapements are more on the mental side of things. Like most of the puzzles are things that you have to like think about and figure out with like your brain, not your bronze. <laughs> um, and personally, that's what I enjoy the most. And uh, just being kind of like things that you have to like figure out and that are like challenging, but also like immersive and intuitive. Um, but there are some escape rooms that are quite uh, physical too, that you have to like crawl through things and, you know, I don't know, jump on stuff. Um, so you can find a little bit of everything, but I think they're generally, um, more on the, uh, on the brain type of puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) No, you, you make them think, right? You make them think and work for their escape. Um, and what do you think then makes... You know, on that, you know, thinking about it, I, I imagine the escape rooms that I've been to, the ones that have been most fun is is the ones that kind of strike a good balance between the physical and the mental tasks. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you think might make a, a successful escape room? I think there's a few things. First of all, the thing needs to make sense. You know, if you if your thing is an Egyptian pyramid, you don't want to have, I don't know, like artifacts that you would find in the, you know, 1900s. Like, I don't know, like you want to make it consistent in terms of the theme. That's one thing uh, that people get quite caught up on, actually. (laughs) Another thing is that you want it to be challenging, but you don't want it to be possible. Like it needs to make sense. Uh, So you want the puzzles to be intuitive and to be designed for like the theme that you're going for so that it makes sense within the story. And um, I think also you want game masters that are attentive, that are paying attention to your group and can give you hints along if you need them or if you ask for something that they give you something that is relevant to what you're actually doing. Um, so I think customer service is also important in that sense. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, you can, there's all kinds of escape rooms, uh, different themes, different styles. And I think as long as, you know, the theme makes sense, uh, the clues are solid, they're hard, but intuitive, and that you have good game masters to help you along, I think that's the recipe for a great escape room. Awesome. No, that, thank you. And then, you know, going back to like the theme of the movie and stuff, like what was your favorite puzzle from the movie exactly? I don't know if I can give you like a specific puzzle. I don't want to give any spoilers, but I think I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, I think maybe like one of the scenes that I like uh, best was uh, it was set in like a beach, and um, that like part of the movie had lots of cool puzzles and stuff like that. I I thought those were quite clever. But yeah, I mean it it was really enjoyable. I think most of them are like fun and make sense in, in the context of the movie. I don't know if it would be super fun to be trying to you know. Rough for your life. <laughs> but, uh, in the context of the movie, they were fun and interesting. <laughs> yeah, I was telling, um, I think me and Orke, they were talking, and we were saying that we would probably just die at the beginning. <laughs> like, we were like, oh, I you know what? <laughs> I give up. Yeah. I think that's, 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 that's the thing with, like, escape rooms. You really have to have that motivation right? You have to be driven by the puzzle and want to get through it. And I'm just, I'm, I don't do well in emergency. So if the clock is ticking <laughs> and people are like rushing, I'd be like, I, I'm going to sit in a corner and process this. 
Yeah. Um, it, it's stressful, but like in a good way. Uh, yeah. I feel like when you solve the puzzles and you end the game, you're like, oh my god, that was crazy. It was so fun. And uh, people are like really worked up, but they're like also like really excited. <laughs> but yeah, you don't want it to be frustrating, obviously. But you know, as long as people are interested in the puzzles and they're constantly solving things and having fun, uh, they're really going to enjoy the experience, even even if they don't win. I think most groups will still, um, you know, have fun. Yeah. Cool. And I think that's a good sign also of a good escape room because I've definitely lost <laughs> a few <laughs> of them. <laughs> I haven't escaped on time, um, but I still have so much fun doing them. And you really, ha- you really have to be with the right group of people too sometimes. Just like kind of like in the movie where, where you have like different personalities mm-hmm. and you gotta, they didn't get to pick their teams, but at least in real life, <laughs> You get to pick your team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in, yeah, in the absolutely. movie, uh, who do you who do you think was your favorite character, um, and why do you think it was Zoe? <laughs> this is totally not a leading question. <laughs> you got me. Um, I well, I like Zoe. Um, I I really like her because she's very like she's very sharp. Uh, whenever she gets into like a new room, she will right away like pick up all the different like hints and, and clues that were like in the room and also like she would stay calm and try to make sure that people are like staying on task and doing what they're supposed to do instead of getting distracted uh, with other stuff and I think that's kind of like a common thing to happen in escape rooms and I think you normally want those people that know what they're doing and they're quite expert at solving puzzles but also like you know keeping people uh, doing the right thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I really, she definitely was the heart of the movie in a lot of ways, like <laughs> yes. moving people along in that way. And just, you, it seems you have to be really observant because there's so many things that I didn't notice and they went back to them. And I'm like, oh, right. That, in the beach particular, where they found the the outlet, I was like, I would have never thought <laughs> to look there. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? I, that's why we would die, Orkidia. That's yeah. why we would die. <laughs> <laughs> As you were watching, did you notice these things where you're like, that could be a clue, that could be a clue? Like, were you trying to solve it as it was going? Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because, you know, as a, as a designer and, uh, and as a player, those are the things that you look for. And I found myself doing that throughout the movie. Uh, for example, like, you know, numbers or colors or things. You'd be like, ah, that's going to be a thing. Like, <laughs> um, And I think uh, that's, like, the first thing that I do. Like, I enter a room and go, like, okay, well, that's a thing. That's a thing. That's a fake door. Like, you know, you just start, you just get so used to, to finding patterns and making connections in between things. And it's funny because, like, you sometimes would do it too like outside of escape room which like it doesn't really make sense but like that's just how your brain works um at least how mine works that's what I was gonna um, ask if you're, lo- really now you're funny. looking for patterns everywhere oh yeah yeah <laughs> I mean not looking like consciously but it's just like an uh, unconscious thing that my brain that it was like oh like that's a pattern oh that's a color oh that's a shape and you're just like that's just how my brain works and you see things like that all the time and you just don't notice them normally or process them that way but yeah it's really interesting uh, once you become accustomed to doing so it's really cool because I imagine that's like good um, way to get inspiration too like you notice patterns outside and can bring that in oh yeah absolutely Um, I love to find things and items too like sometimes I go to like you know an, an antique 
like a thrift shop or whatever and then I would find something like ah oh, this is really cool like this would so be cool so cool in like uh this type of escape room and then I'm like okay I'm gonna do escape room all that just because I found this one thing that I like <laughs> that's so fun yeah I think uh oh go ahead Brenda sorry so I just wanted to know like what what got you started uh down this path of like of creating escape rooms like I, I'm just curious like what what you know um what event <laughs> if any <sparked laughs> that want that need to create it yeah so i've i've always been interested in in, in puzzles and games in general um and i really enjoy the the escape the rope games that you play on the computer like back in the day i don't want to age myself <laughs> but, um <laughs> So it was this like idea that I always had that that would be so cool to have a uh, like a escape room game in real life, and I was talking to a friend about it, telling him, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, like that's a thing." My brother, like, he tells me, my brother just opened one in like uh, Connecticut or something like that. And I was like, "What? That's crazy! Like this is a thing. How do I don't know about this thing?" Uh, but back then, it, they were like pretty new. It wasn't like super popular. There weren't many in the states, but. Um, that's kind of how it got started. So then I talked to him and then I just, uh, figured that, you know, it was something like I, I could do that I could be good at and that I would enjoy doing. So that's kind of what uh, gave me the push. Ooh. Wow. So we have about two minutes. I just wanted to ask before we wrap up, if you were going to pick, if you were going to design a, an escape room around like Latin American monster, do you have one in mind or a Latino monster? Is that that's like our thing? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I haven't really thought of this, but so I'm originally from Chile. Um, and in Chile, we have lots of like folklore around, you know, like monsters and spirits and stuff like that, especially in the south of Chile. And um, so I went to school for computer engineering and I, you know, I'm a developer, stuff like that. I took a class about game game development and we actually had to design a game with like this theme in mind and it was something like i don't know if you play resident evil but it was kind of like that type of theme that you have to find you know like you're killing monsters yeah. and stuff like that and and it was set in the south of chile and we had like a uh like a paranormal like theme and it was it was pretty cool so so yeah we probably do something with that i don't know if i have like a specific monster or myth in mind that I would use, but something related to maybe, you know, my culture and where I come from. That sounds awesome. I would go into that escape room. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was great chatting with you. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much. And yeah, it was great. I mean, I'm definitely gonna, if I go to New Hampshire, I'm definitely hitting up your escape rooms like I 100% <laughs> yeah just uh just let us know and that's it for this month's episode stay tuned for next month when we'll be returning to our usual topics in the meantime stay safe and don't get trapped in the escape room <laughs>